Welcome back to Chasing Tone Podcast. I am Brian Wampler. Today, again, back is Blake Weiland from the Tone Mob Podcast himself, in case you weren't aware. Today, we talk about a bunch of different stuff. We talk about the Boss Looper. I go on some ramblings about uh, being younger and my lust for guitar tone. And then uh, we also talk about an event going on in Nashville and lots of other things. Just a huge informational packed podcast this episode. So let's jump right into it. And I'm comfortable. And here I am recording with Brian. Rocking me like a hurricane. Yes. Right? Here you are. So I... Rock That's me what like I hope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I always want to be rocking everyone like a hurricane. <laughs> Just like one. I exactly. don't know what that means, but Well, you're you're young. That that uh that is arguably one of the world's greatest rock guitars tones ever. I can't argue with that. It is pretty awesome. It's quite amazing. And not the, not the new version, the old version. The new version is like over-processed and over-saturated and nah, nah, nah. What is, what is the old version? I, I didn't know there was two versions. Yeah, they like did a remix of it here recently, Scorpions. And um, like I get it, like, you know, let's, let's make it more modernized. But like you, you lose the flavor of the amazing guitar tone by redoing it. Did Ugh. anyone ask for that ever? I haven't. I'm sure some somebody somewhere said, we haven't sold an album in a while. Let's like do an album of remixes. Uh, you ever notice that? Like, like, yeah. You get on Spotify and it's like, you have, like for example, you have Pearl Jam. Then you'll have like the remixed version and another remixed version and another remixed version. Like, oh my gosh. Come on. But I, I don't know anybody that's like, ooh, yay, the remixed version. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind it, of a nerd because I like I like to see what they did in the remix, mm-hmm. you know. So I like to compare them back and forth, right? But if I'm, you know, in the in the case of Pearl Jam ten, the album ten, then mm-hmm. I'll, I'll stick to the old version because that's the one I fell in love with, you know. That's that's what I'm saying is I I've never heard anybody go oh cool they remixed this I'm so excited that they did this <laughs> like. <laughs> It's always like, oh, they remixed it. What a bummer. Like, <laughs> and that's like, yeah, that's how I felt about the Scorpions. I'm like, wait a minute. This isn't the same tone, but it's the, but it is the Scorpions. And it was like a remixed version. I was like, ugh. Don't, just don't, you can't improve perfection. You know, you just can't. Don't even try. Well, uh, I like that song too. But I got to be honest, I don't know that much more scorpions than just that song so are you serious uh, oh. when's it change no i'm kidding well, that's, yeah, that's new yeah. scorpions that doesn't count that i, doesn't I was count. gonna say wait a second what's going on here <laughs> no that was, don't you try to pull see, a fast one on me mr wampler well, see remember i'm i'm 40 hold on i do the math how old am i 40, 79 43 so now i'm older than that so i'm 43 i grew up on like that era of scorpions you know what i mean like that was my in fact i think that was my first concert ever i was seven years old or eight years old i went to scorpions really yeah with like my my cousin took me mm-hmm. oh that's that's pretty cool oh it was amazing and yeah I, and i was uh of course i was 
way, way, way up at the top, you know, so far away you needed like a telescope to see. But it was right. still like just the whole experience at that young of an age. It probably just totally, you know, cemented the fact that I needed to uh, be around guitar. You know, like right. I, I remember that so closely, like how much just like the feeling of going to my first concert at that age and hearing like the the how loud the guitar was. And it was just completely amazing on every level. Yeah, actually, ironically, the first uh, concert I went to is a band I don't even really care to listen to that much anymore. Um, just because I'm not a like prog guy. And maybe because I'm just jealous at the guitar skills, but the first like rock concert I went to was a uh, Dream Theater, actually. Oh, uh, Petrucci. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can imagine that uh, I felt pretty, uh, pretty inadequate at guitar. And, well, uh, that's yeah, that's easy to do whenever a guy with that level of technical expertise is demonstrating his skills. You mm-hmm. know. Now that I think about it, actually, I was young enough, I probably had just barely started playing guitar. Like, just barely started figuring out what a G chord was. I'm I'm pretty sure that's the time that I went and seen that band with, ironically, with my buddy who was extremely talented and could play anything. Um, so, I just felt inadequate everywhere. So, So, it made you feel insecure, and it made him want to excel then? Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. And just just watching everybody do their thing up there was extremely impressive. At the same time, that's not that did not end up becoming the music that I loved. You I, know what? The, I've I've never been able to shred. I've been playing since I was like seven, and I've tried like all the string, or all the scale exercises, and then playing with the metronomes, and I've tried it for years and years. I just simply cannot shred. Simply cannot do it. Just I, I I got into, you know, as you know, I got into the punk rock and then I didn't care anymore. I was just like, I'm a racket. Look at me make a racket <laughs> over here. And I've been uh, basically making racket ever since. Now, see, so. I, I, I still love that. Like, I love that. I love when, when I'm around people and they can do it because mm-hmm. I like to hear it. I just, uh, I'm terrible at it. I'm just not good at it. I'm a you little know? bit jealous of you, though. I like your chicken picking. Really? Mm-hmm. Don't be jealous, dude. I like the chicken Don't, picking. I just can't no, do it. Then that's the weird thing. Like that came very naturally to me. It hmm. is so weird. Like that that comes natural where I don't know, I just I can just pick up on it really easily. But to like alternate pick, I'm so sloppy. So completely absolutely sloppy and out of time and oh, if just, I put my mind to it, it it I can do it, but it's like not shred. Don't don't take that that way. But like doing certain things, I can, I've realized that anything technical that I really really want to do, I can do it. It's just depending on how many hours I want to dedicate to it, and it's usually the answer is zero hours. So, <laughs> uh, like I don't. I guess I just don't want to shred that bad. I do want to improve my skills, and I should really, really work on it. And when I actively, like, I got a guitar instructor and and put time and effort into improving my skills instead of getting more fuzz pedals, I did improve a lot. Um, That's to say I went from only being kind of bad to being sort of less bad. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> but I've, I did. I've I did. Had, I did improve. I've had a instru- a, an instructor of some sort several times. I, I talked before about my first one when I was young, who was trying to make me play Yankee Doodle. You know, right? Uh, that didn't last long. And then later on, I don't know. I was probably. I was in my early 20s or so. It was actually when I was right. I had joined a country band, and I was having some problems learning some Brent Mason stuff. I wonder and, why. Uh, and, there, the, um, and this is in the 90s. So the, uh, the local guitar store had a really great guitar player who was really good at that stuff. Um, and he like I just had one session with him. And he was watching what I was doing. And he goes, ah. And he just it was a technique thing. He's like, turn your wrist a little bit. And and, uh, and it was a bend. He was like, and you're bending kind of like a blues player. He goes, guitar, like in this genre, when you're chicken picking, he goes, your bends need to be like a steel guitar. So it's like you hold the pitch and then you bend it up immediately right directly into where you need to go rather than a slow bend up. He goes, if you just mastered like those two things, your right hand technique and your bends, he goes, everything else will work itself out. And it, it was exactly right on the money, man. Really? Yeah. Hmm. The, a big a big part of that sound, about part of that style, is your right hand, like how you're, it's very percussive. Mm-hmm. So there's, it's like a, it's kind of like a banjo pattern, but you're almost palm muting a little bit. And um, and then the other one is just the bends. Like everything is very, it's burr, you know what I mean? Versus burr, you know what I mean? uh, okay, I follow you. Mm-hmm. So it's just like those two things really kind of define that sound. And the cool thing about country is you can hit all kinds of like wrong licks. And as long as you play them fast enough, no, like as long as you play them. Like percussive <laughs> enough? As, yeah, like percussive enough. And if you make a pattern out of it, then no one can tell. Like you, you can literally <laughs> use, you can use all the notes in like the same solo. And as long as you. I don't know, phrase it right, it'll work. It'll totally work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use all the notes. I am what using, are you, a jazz player? You're using all I'm, the notes. I'm using all of them. I, I don't want just seven. I'm using them all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, the people need all the notes, and they deserve them. That's right. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, man. This is good stuff. This is solid gold right here. Solid gold. <laughs> hey, Solid um, Gold was a was a um, old TV show back in the eighties that uh, yes, a lot was. of bands would go on and they would lip sync. And that was when I uh, I was eight or nine years old again and heard Prince play Little Red Corvette. Oh, and so I went through a Prince phase at that age where I was uh, I was big time into that. Yeah, that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. That and Foreigner, the band that played like Jukebox Hero. Yeah, Jukebox. Box hero. Yeah, yeah. That's the live version of that, that song. song yeah, I, I was, I was, uh, you know, playing through my little five watt Kingston solid state amp with my, uh, you know, off brand Les Paul or whatever it was at the time. Right. Trying to nail that tone, man. I can't nail this tone on this five watt solid state amp. They cost me thirty bucks. You know. Um. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I think we all we all do that at some point. Yeah, I just uh, I started young, I suppose. And I, you'd think that like for playing 30-some years now, I would be much better. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I, I got to, like, I feel like 
my uh, skill progresses in like spurts. Mm-hmm. Like I go and I get really not really good. I get a lot better in a short amount of time, and then I kind of right. stay there for like years. And then I'll get I'll, I'll get a you know something will something will inspire me to want to practice more, and then I'll I'll get a lot better again in an, in another brief spurt, and then I'll just stop. And I'll be there for years, and I'm definitely in one of those plateau moments. Yeah, I'm wondering I do what's... the same thing. With with me, it's sometimes like I'll stumble on a lick, and I'm like, ooh, that was a cool way to phrase that. And then so I just use that same lick over and over for the next two years. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand that. <laughs> or variations of that lick. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, so like I'm going to, uh, as we record this, it's Saturday. Tomorrow, I'm going to Nashville, Tennessee. And mm-hmm. uh, there is uh, this big, big exhibit sort of thingy. Not exhibit. It's actually a bunch of guys playing uh, on stage with different songs. And um, I don't even know. I forget exactly why it is. <laughs> but if you go to our Facebook page yesterday, you'll see it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Actually, if you're listening to this when this comes out on Monday, the 10th of April. Mm-hmm. then uh, you'll have seen it. But if you download this podcast like six months later, this is old news. Anyways, so there's this thing we're doing in Nashville. Like Daniel Donato's going to be there. Brent Mason's going to be there. Brian Wampler's going to... I'm just teasing. I actually am sitting in for a song, so that's pretty cool. But um, yeah, so it's like all these guys and we're just going up and playing some music and having some fun, and it, it, it's, a, it's like in this venue that's off of the beaten path in Nashville. It's not on Broadway or anything. Okay. So it should be like all the Nashville local guys. Just, what venue? I forget, man. I can't. I'm trying to pull it up on my phone, and it's not coming up. Oh, okay. Um, well, put it in the know, show notes. Yeah. Let me see. I might be able to get to it, maybe, possibly. So, But I'll, I'll, while I'm searching for it frantically, I'll just ramble for a minute. So... You want I'm me taking, to fill uh, in? Should I start talking about random nonsense? Like, true bypass is always better than a buffered bypass <laughs> because of this, if you don't want a buffered bypass, it just will muddy your toe and it'll blah, 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 capacity. No. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's terrible. Don't ever do that. <laughs> never, never discuss the benefits of true bypass versus buffered bypass again. Ever. Uh, ever. Uh, <laughs> no, never so, will I discuss that <laughs> again. Excuse me. So um, I'm taking two amplifiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, one will be a Bravado combo. One will be a Bravado 112. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so take it down there for back lines. That's going to be cool. Nice. Uh, okay, here we go. Here we go. It's at uh, the Family Wash, Main Street, Nashville, Tennessee. So we got Mark Marie, a uh, good friend of mine's playing. Then Daniel Donato, Matthew Lee, another good friend of mine. Uh, Liz Lawrence, John Satella, or Elmo, as I, I call him. And no, that's that's what he goes by. Seriously, he's Elmo. <laughs> All right. Because there's, it's kind of a funny story. Well, let me, Andrew Savine and then Brent Mason. Um, and I'm sitting in with John. But <laughs> when he came to Nashville, there were so many people named John on Broadway. He wanted to stick out. And so he's like, just call me Elmo. <laughs> hey, that's and actually so, not a bad idea. And so it's, so it stuck. So everyone's like, uh, Elmo's playing tonight, and you know exactly who they're talking about, you know, versus like John. That's <laughs> perfect. That is perfect. That's cool. that's quite the lineup. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be great. April 9th, which is 
now that you're listening to this, it's it's already passed, so you missed it. Why but, are we talking uh, about it? Then? <laughs> because it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I get like several several of the guys I really admire are playing. Or several several of these guys I really admire. Not the other ones, not so much. No, uh, <laughs> that's not terrible. I just met like several of these guys I know pretty well, like Daniel and Brent and John, mm-hmm. uh, Mark. So uh, you know, it'd be it'd be fun just. Going there, playing, playing some, uh, some, you know, badinkadinks, you know, yeah, badinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkadinkad
you know, I don't know, Moana again. Amer- American for the Idol, time. right? <laughs> yeah. I know you, you're watching American Idol, old reruns. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's me. <laughs> telling the wife, don't tell me who wins. I want to see the whole series, right? Yeah, that's me. You nailed it. You I know. completely nailed it. How I, did you know? I, I, I just, I'm good at this sort of thing, you know? <laughs> um, there was something I wanted, I, we already talked about, there was something I wanted to talk about, and I don't remember what it was now. What was I it? I know what it is. It was, oh. Uh, it starts with Boss and ends with Looper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I been, yep, you reminded me. I've been, um, I, it just like, just recently, I don't know for what reason, I, well, let me back up. A lot of people know this, but some people don't. I have not had a consistent, like, setup pedal board in years at this point. I basically, when we're going to jam, I go go over to the pedal cabinet. I grab, a, you know, like a one spot or something, and I go, what pedals am I going to play with tonight? And I'll grab a bunch of random stuff, put it in a box, and then go to band practice. And That sounds like fun. That's a much better way to do it. It's pretty fun, but it also gives me an extra, like, 30 minutes of selecting effects and then also gives me um like a whole bunch more setup time and teardown time when i get there because i gotta like you know basically string together you know this thing on the floor and obviously it's not very convenient to uh to play with either because for the reason that pedal boards were invented because it's a lot nicer to have them on a board Um, right so what you like to do is use the mini pedals without velcro and not tape down or anything right well and that's that's that's, that's always fun Sometimes I am using a mini pedal, and obviously, yeah. you know. And so you're chasing it, and it's flip-flopping every which way, and mm-hmm. yeah, see, you gotta, what, here's what you need to do. From now on, just just make like a little uh, one foot by two foot little piece of carpet, and then like when you go to a gig, tape it down, like onto the, wherever you're at, and then uh, then you can still put Velcro on your pedals, it'll stick right to that carpet, and you got like a mobile pedal board. Boom, I'm a genius. Aren't pedal boards by definition mobile? Why do you got to be so technical? <laughs> uh, so anyway, the point being is I haven't had a, a consistent board set up in a long time. Um, I have a very, very nice uh, salvage custom pedal board just sitting there looking at me going, why won't you use me? Please. Why won't you put effects on me and step on me? Why won't you? And... uh so and you're, and you're like, I'm afraid of commitment. I'm afraid of the commitment. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I, I finally like bit the bullet. I got a bunch of patch cables coming uh, from my bros over at Sinusoid, and I'm gonna like, you know, I got a power supply, and I'm gonna actually have a real pedal board. What a sh- shocking! You, I know it's shocking. You've dropped so many names in this episode already. I feel like I feel like uh, I need. I'm owed some advertising dollars or something. Okay, well, I will get them <laughs> to you somehow. I'm teasing. I'm I'm teasing. I don't do that. I have crap. to name drop I'm, my homies. These are all my I'm homies. Not, I'm not like one of those hacks who has a podcast and and does advertising like that Tone Mob guy. Oh, I know. It's like he has sponsored episodes. It's so weird. It's ridiculous. Like like no one knows that his podcast is sponsored by Sinusoid. No, nobody you know? knows that. Nobody knows that. <laughs> no, who, who's Sinusoid? Sorry. <laughs> I think it's a type of dinosaur. Should we say their name? Like, if we do it, if we say Sinusoid like three times, will Andy and Anthony be summoned and then they'll just show up? Is that how that works? I don't, 
I don't know. Maybe if we mention sinusoid more, there'll be like a knock on my door and it'll be like a bag of cables. A box it's of possible. Cables. It's definitely yeah. possible. Sinusoid. This, <laughs> sinusoid. When your choice of cable, whenever you need great guitar cables. Sinusoid. Ca- sinusoid. 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 <laughs> S-I-N-U-S-S-O-I-D. Look it up. Uh, that, that was inadvertent advertising, which is the best kind. <laughs> <laughs> the best kind. Um, That's what we call subliminal advertising in the biz. I don't, I don't know think, if you know that or not. Did anyone catch on to that? Do you think anybody even like noticed that we said sinusoid? Oh, you mean catch on about the sinusoid thing? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Did we mention sinusoid? Who's that? Uh, some great cable company. I don't know. Oh, man. This is this is excellent news. I'm in need of cables. Uh, me I'm gonna, too. I'm going to hop on and order some right now. As soon as we get done, I'm going to go to sinusoid.com and buy mm-hmm. some. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should put a disclaimer out there that, that because they sponsor so many podcasts, they didn't mm-hmm. actually sponsor this episode. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. But i got to fit in. I've got to fit in with my brethren. So uh, this, this podcast not sponsored by Sinusoid. I just like them. <laughs> oh man we are dumb uh anyway point is back to the boss looper um oh yes the boss i was just, i was just going over i was planning my board out like okay setting things up like okay it's going to be set up like this and then i kept hearing rumblings about the es8 and i like okay i gotta check this thing out so i i went over and looked at all the functions that it can do and I, I got. I like calling it the S eight. S the S eight. Yeah, S eight. <laughs> what, what you what you got? S eight. You know. That's what I good like one, do. Brian. Never seen that <laughs> one coming. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming at all, did you? No, totally took me by surprise. I'm um, teasing. I'm joking. I would never say that. That's horrible. Anyways, continue have on. Lo- have you looked at this thing at all? I have no clue what you're talking about. Okay. So I've I, been f- completely f- focused on nothing but myself. Not myself, but my <laughs> projects lately. Anyways, so continue. School me. Um, so it, I, I, I don't even know all of the functions because it does so much, but it's a programmable looper. Um, and while that doesn't sound that exciting, but it, it, it has all of the normal stuff that a, progr- a programmable looper would have. But it also can do things like... So you can plug like eight different loops in, and then you can then assign the order of any of those loops in any way you want. So you can change your effectively. You can change your like. Say you got a a fuzz in the front and a reverb in the back. You could swap those without actually having to physically swap them. It will do it for you, um, and it's just you know push a couple buttons and there you go. And it can do parallel. So so. Hold on a second. So yeah. when you're talking about looper, are you talking about record and play? Or are you no. talking about turn off and on? Turn off and on. Okay, okay, okay. So like, like a switcher. Like a gig rig. Like a fancy gig rig. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Gotcha. So, I mean, the gig rig's pretty fancy, so, I mean, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. yeah it is. It's, it's, um, it's, it's definitely comparable to that. I haven't done a ton of looper research, but mm-hmm. from what I'm gathering on a, just some quick searching – the the boss one seems to be the most feature packed, um, especially for the dollar. Not saying it's cheap, but it does seem to have the most functions that I can find. Now somebody out there probably will correct me on that, but 
it, it seems to be the the most feature rich one. Um, so yeah, you can switch any of the effects that you have and put them in any any order um, or loops. You know how however you want to do it. So if you got uh, mm-hmm. in and out on uh, you know one, you can swap whatever you want. And you can do parallel routing with anything too, which mm-hmm. I thought was pretty cool. And um, yeah, it just it looks like it's going to be a, a steep learning curve, especially for a simpleton like myself. But it looks like a lot of fun. So that's high on my list right now, and I need to do a little yeah, bit more research. But I'll probably be pulling the trigger on one of those. And that would that would be fun to play with. I'm I think I'm kind of like you, where if I'm playing out, I don't I don't like I don't commit to anything. So mm-hmm. I may like this gig tomorrow. I don't even know what I'm going to take with me. I like I. I'll know before I leave, I guess. <laughs> but but right now I have no clue what I'll take with me. I, I mean, bet you're going to take a I, I bet I, I bet you're going to take a tuner and a Whitfill. Uh yeah, I'm definitely using the Whitfill guitar and a tuner and it's a it's a not a Peterson. What is it? Sonic Research mm-hmm. uh strobe tuner, and my favorite tuner on earth right now until I finish mine. <gasps> oh, I just slipped something out of the bag. The, Anyways, the, the Wampler so, tuna uh, fish. The tuna fish, yes, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, it's an it's an all analog tuner. Um, that's just uh, it, it's an all analog tuner that actually lights up the LEDs with transistors when, that tell you whenever you're in tune, uh, rather than using any sort of digital circuit that has uh, superiority over any sort of um, complex tuning algorithms. So basically, what I'm trying to say is it's it's a halfway version of a tuner that's probably going to suck. So, um, <laughs> okay. I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm totally making stuff up as I go. Um, couldn't tell. Anyways. So yeah. So I, I'm going to have a tuner and an overdrive and a compressor. A delay. Uh, uh, maybe. Yeah. Isn't Cause it's older country stuff. So I probably should throw a little compression on there. Yeah, and if you're gonna do New Wayland, you should uh, in New Wayland you should do uh, you should definitely have a phaser on there. Eh, somebody else have that. I'll leave the, I'll leave the phase for somebody else. Where's that Wampler phaser coming out that I've been asking for? Mm, I don't know if I want to do a phaser. I don't know. I like phaser. Um, no, there's I mean there's other t- other similar type of effects, but phaser uh, like Chase Bliss and guys like that they just they kind of yeah that's they, a good they kind of. Kind of make it their thing, you know. They kind of killed it, didn't they? They yeah, yeah. They did a great job, you know. So I don't know. I never say never. You know, we might do something, um, something interesting. You know, I, there's some, there's a few interesting effects that are be coming out by the end of the year that are completely unique. You know, and I don't you know, even maybe, know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know, and so you know, maybe something <laughs> along those lines. But I don't, I don't ever, I guess what I'm trying to say by that is I don't, I don't see me coming out with a one knob phaser and calling it like the phase 91 or something stupid, you know? Um, yeah. You know, one more phase 90, one more phase 91. Anyways, I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, that's how I feel. Okay. <laughs> the, you and that's feel how like, the earth was created. You feel like you don't know what you're going to use tomorrow and therefore you are very much like me. You probably are going to put them on a board, I bet. Uh, d- yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a bunch of pedal trains here just from 
past years of guitar shows and you know exhibitions somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I got a, a you know some smaller pedal trains. I'll just throw a few on there and throw a I don't know some sort of adapter on there with daisy chain. Like it's not going to be prettier you know, meticulously wired or anything like that. It's literally going to take me about three minutes to put together. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I, I, I'm very much in that boat minus I just throw them in a box and take them over. That's the only, <laughs> that's the only difference. Um, and I'm getting you tired just of get it. You, you should just get you a, just get a little pedal board of some sort. Keep it like, keep power always on it. Uh-huh. And then like, you can still take your pedals with you. Just throw them on the board real quick. You're going to have to wire the thing up anyways. You might as well do it at home when you can have a cold beer, you know? Well, I'm, I'm trying or, to... Or a hot uh, coffee if you're in, you know, if it's the morning, you can have a hot coffee and put your pedal board together. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of excited to have, like, a, my big fancy board set up, though. Even though I know in my heart of hearts that, like, it'll be... I'll, I'll probably constantly change it, like, all the time, as in, mm-hmm. like, twice a week. But still, yes, sir. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of excited to have it... Have it be there and just ready to rock and nice. I don't know. Ready to rock like a hurricane. Like yep. a yeah, like the hurricane. Mm-hmm. You'll be a jukebox hero, unless you're cold <laughs> as ice. I don't know where to go with this anymore. <laughs> it has nothing to do with what you're talking about. I just thought I'd throw that in there. I I I was trying to like make a funny and like make a joke, and then I I, I just went. I would be the worst stand-up comedian of all time. I'm not good um, at being funny on my feet or <laughs> anything like that. Or being funny laying down or sitting, apparently. I can't do unless it. You're, unless you're playing with sinusoid cables, right? <laughs> yeah, sinusoid cables will make you a stand-up comedian. <laughs> you want to be as good as Jim Carrey? Get some sinusoid cables. They'll make you funnier. <laughs> Oh, yes, yes, yes. So, um, all right. Well, that's all I got for this week, man. You got anything else to uh, to put a little icing on the cake? Um, I don't even know, know what to call this. Normal ramblings with Brian and Blake, I guess. Yeah, this, this sounds very, very similar to our uh, normal phone conversations, actually. <laughs> Except we haven't talked about business yet. Oh, that's right. We haven't gotten... <laughs> you want to talk about marketing? <laughs> it's either that or true bypass. Well, you should probably just end it then. <laughs> it's probably for the All right, best. man. All right, Perfect. I'll I'll talk to you next time. All right, bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Chasing Tone podcast. I really appreciate it. Uh, if you do like the podcast, you can show your appreciation by going to the iTunes Store and writing a review. Uh, the good reviews tell me to keep doing this. The bad reviews tell me to stop doing this. So I kind of live off that. If uh, So if you like it, make sure you leave a review. If you have any comments or questions, email podcast at wamplerpedals.com or you can email blake at info at Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week.